Hey everyone, it's Cassie. And this is Chrissy. And this is Did You Catch That with Cassie and Chrissy. So the moment has finally come. Jalen Hurts will be the starting quarterback for the Eagles going into week 14. Carson Wentz has been has been benched. And um yeah, Hurts will be starting against the New Orleans Saints this upcoming Sunday. How do you feel about that as an Eagles fan? I've been waiting for this. Like I'm I'm a Carson Wentz fan in general, but his performance this season has been like embarrassingly bad. And we had discussed this a few weeks ago, like the idea of starting Jalen Hurts earlier than week 14, because it was just like, what was the point of drafting him if you're not going to use him when you need him? I think it's time. Like, so last week, the Eagles lost to Green Bay 30 to 16, and Hurts did eventually have to come in and replace. Carson wins, and it obviously didn't end in a win for the Eagles, but he definitely outperformed Carson. Like, Carson got sacked four times that game. Yeah, you know, I don't know. I have an issue. Like, I feel bad for players. Like, I don't know how to explain it. Like, I feel so bad for Carson Wentz. Like, I don't know. Like, even they could be the worst player ever. Like, not as a person, as, like, a player. And, like, if they get benched, I just feel so bad for them. That is why, like, Eli Manning I was not a fan of, like, growing up, you know, as a Cowboys fan. I was like, ew, Eli Manning this, Eli Manning that. And I remember, you know, a couple seasons ago when they benched Eli, like, I started liking him because I felt so bad for him. And then he never said anything bad in the interviews, and he didn't deserve to be benched. So that's how I started liking him. But, I mean, I definitely think it's good, like, for them. But at the same time, do you think Jalen Hurts can, like, really, like, do that much better in terms of like how your other like how all the other positions are you know what I mean like is he really the answer he's not the complete answer because I will say the Eagles performance this season isn't solely on Carson it's not solely on Doug Peterson but they're they just play a large role in it I think what we'll see on Sunday will be very telling but what I don't like though like I really wish they would have put him in sooner because this is a lot of pressure like it's only four games left before playoffs so it's it's a lot to it's big shoes to fill um I I'm not saying the Eagles are gonna win but I do think that they're gonna perform better as a whole with Jalen on the field I think he does have the potential to elevate the team as a whole and do better for them than Carson has because he I mean Carson going into week 13 he ranked first in interceptions he's 15 and he ranked first in sacks 46 yeah I do think it's uh difficult for Jalen only because if he goes out there and does good then good for him but then if the rest of the team does like the defense isn't up to par like the offensive line then it also kind of sucks for him but if he goes out there and does bad, they're just putting him in a... I feel like it's a tough situation for him, especially this late in the season. There's so but, I mean, I feel like it'll be... Yeah, I feel like it'll be good, though. Yeah, and it's not like he has to... I mean, he does have to face Taysom Hill, but it's not like it's Drew Brees, you know? So I think maybe that takes some of the pressure off a little bit. Yeah, and also I think 
since it's so late for the season, like, he practices. It's not like he just joined the team. Yeah. You know? He's familiar with everyone. And in a way, like, do you think he was, like, anticipating this or expecting a little? Like, do you think he was, he's was? he been preparing to be put in? He was. So he did an interview, and he said, I've been ready to answer the phone. It rang. I answered. Like, he's been prepared for this. Which is yeah, why exactly. I think he's going to do really well on Sunday. Yeah, I think that's good because a lot of the time, not all the time, but a lot of the time I feel like like the star quarterback or, you know, the starting quarterback will get hurt. And then they send the backup quarterback in, but no one's prepared for that. Like when Tony Romo went down, do you think Dak was prepared for that? No, because he was the third string and our second string was hurt. So I think it's times like that. So I think at least he was able, like Jalen Hurts was able to prepare more. Mm -hmm. So it'll be good. I mean, once again, we are in the NFC East, which also I think takes a little, not actually, it might not even take pressure off because it's such a, like a close race. But I've counted out my Cowboys already, so. It's like a close race, but all of the the runners are turtles. Like. <laughs> yes. It's horrible. What world do we live in where Washington and the Giants are ahead of the Cowboys and the Eagles in the NFC East? I think, I'm telling you right now, it's my karma, okay? I'll tell you why. I always say this, like, for the past few years, because you have to remember, the Giants won the Super Bowl, like, 10, 11 years ago, right? That is a while ago. That's a decade. Because everyone's like, Cowboys fan this, Cowboys fan that. We won a Super Bowl. And I'm like, now you're literally doing what you claim we're doing. Like, that was a decade ago, okay? So, I would always say, like, oh, the Cowboys and Eagles have only been the only contenders in the NFC East for, like, a few years now. But that is true. It like, is. It's very true. Yeah, like Washington and the Giants have not been contenders in literally years. And I think it's like a karma for me. Like, yeah, Cass, here you go. Boom. Do you remember the night the Giants drafted Daniel Jones? <laughs> so funny. My <laughs> Okay, Um. yeah, I do. My cousins were actually at the NFL draft, right? And you know how Odell had just left New York? Yeah. Well, not just left, but he left. So the Giants actually posted. It was my uncle and two cousins. They were wearing like Giants jerseys. They're huge Giants fans. They posted a picture of them on their Instagram, like the night of the draft. But my cousin was wearing an Odell jersey. <laughs> so they cropped him out of it. Oh, no. They posted it. They posted it, deleted it, then reposted it. When one of my cousins cropped out. <laughs> It was hilarious. We were calling it. It was so funny. Like, I was crying. I would be so embarrassed. I was like, was that necessary? No. It really was not necessary. But I guess with, like, with him, it was so close to the time that he left. They probably didn't <laughs> want any association with Odell at that time. We were like, Jersey Gate. <laughs> <laughs> right. Also, before we go any further... It was someone's birthday a few days ago. <gasps> Happy belated birthday, Chrissy. Yo, it's so funny. Because, <laughs> like, anytime anyone brings up my birthday, it's like I react as if I'm in shock. Like, I didn't know that it was my birthday. I <laughs> love my birthday, as anybody does love their birthday. But I always tell my friends, like, it's just such a reassuring day. Like, when you just receive so much love from everybody and 
it's just so nice. It's it's the best feeling. Like I cried a lot of happy tears on my birthday. It was December third, by the way, for those of you who don't know. And it was just just everything that I needed. I know it, it looked like you had fun. I know two years ago we were at a Nets game together on your birthday. Then last year we were in Chicago. Mm-hmm. I was watching my snap memories on your birthday. I'm like. This is sad. <laughs> Isn't it? Like, we, we were having the time of our lives. Like, I would have never guessed that this birthday would have to come with so many restrictions. But it was still a good birthday, nonetheless. Like Yeah, it exactly. So, so perfect. It, yeah, I was surrounded by the right people, the messages I received, the love I received. It was just awesome. Yeah, I know. That's good because I don't even know, like, I don't, like, I'm trying to think. Okay, last year you actually, okay, the last year we were together. I'm trying to think, like, because some people are going to be spending, like, two birthdays during COVID, you know? Uh-huh. But I was just trying to do the math. No, last year, guys, we were in Chicago. And then also, guys, sorry about last week, no episode. I just had a lot of schoolwork and had to write 60 pages, so that finals time yeah but now finals are over i'm a free bird i can talk on this podcast for five hours if wanted okay (laughs) so sorry to that but happy belated birthday chrissy i just had to make sure to put that out there thank you you're welcome hopefully covid has at least like simmered down by march i mean it's it's getting i i don't even know i honestly don't know it's like every time i turn on the news there are new reports about covid and it's very alarming everyone please wear your mask wash your hands use hand sanitizer um be socially distant if your city doesn't have like strict um mandates then just do it for yourself do it for the safety of others just because you're not showing any symptoms doesn't mean you don't have it like please get tested as often as you can i know in some areas it's hard to uh, get tested, whether it's at your doctor's office, at um, a drive-in site. Sometimes you have to make an appointment. It is hard. So just do your best to try not to um, contract COVID. Yeah, it's definitely scary. Hopefully by March, because I turned 21 last March. I didn't... The weekend I was going to celebrate it, we went into lockdown. Um, So hopefully, I mean... I'm not too much of, like, a going out. I like, like, hanging out with my friends, like, inside. But hopefully this year, I mean, at the end of the day, like, two birthdays at home, like, wow, what do you do? Like, I do have the rest of my life, <laughs> and I don't want to complain. But also, it's 21 and 22. And I'm like, okay. I told my mom, my 23rd birthday mom, I'm throwing a huge party. It's my Jordan year. Like, it's yeah, going to be, like, cool. I was like, it's going to be so, like, cool themed. Like, I can rent, like, a warehouse in the city. She looked at me like I was crazy, but it'll happen. That sounds fun. It does, right? And then, like, you can have, like, you know, like, fun, like, basketball games there. Like, you know, the, like, arcade basketball games. Okay, we're speaking this into existence. Yeah. And, you know, I love my Jordan 1s, and it's just perfect. Anyways, (laughs) (laughs) sorry for this (laughs) sidetrack. I mean, COVID um, is still linked to sports, you know? We just had an incident with Des Bryant and COVID. 
my heart, like literally my chest started hurting when you said that. <laughs> because I'm telling you right now, like, so if you guys don't know, the Ravens and Cowboys played each other last week. And honestly, since everyone found out Des was going to the Ravens, this has genuinely been the most anticipated game. I was literally counting down the weeks. I know Cowboys Twitter was also counting down the weeks. Like, the Cowboys fans and Cowboys Twitter love Des still. Like, no matter what, like, they love Des. So we were all like, we can't wait to see Des. Like, all the fans, like, we want Des to score. Like, we were genuinely excited because he was our receiver for so many years. We wanted to see him out there. We wanted to see him doing good. And then... 18 minutes before the game, they pulled Des out and say, you have COVID. And he was kind of like, what? Like, how is that even possible? Because obviously, like, NFL teams, they test the players every day. You have to, especially when there's so many people around and they track them when they're in the facilities. And Des kept testing negative. Apparently, the one right before was, like, inconclusive. So during warm-ups, they were like, okay, Des, we have to retest you. So they retest him, and 18 minutes before the game, like, you can't play. It's interesting because he was talking to the Cowboys players and hugging them before. So they still let the game carry on, even knowing everyone came in contact with him. And he was like, this is sus. Like, there's no way. They get back to Baltimore. The Ravens won, by the way. Good for them, honestly. Um, They get back to Baltimore, and he tested negative back-to-back. So it's very suspicious. I don't know. I can't even, like, begin to wonder, like, who even like you know what I mean like the Ravens the Cowboys like it just makes no sense to me but it's extremely suspicious and it's not fair it's very disappointing for not only Dez the Ravens but also Cowboys fans and other fans I remember I was looking forward to that game as well because before the rescheduling because of other COVID tests weren't they supposed to play on my birthday on December 3rd yep we had brought that up like a few episodes ago so for them to pull him out, something about it, just, it's not sitting right with my spirit. Like, what are the odds that he gets pulled and suddenly has a positive test? And then you get tested back to back and they're both negative. What, like, what were they trying to gain? Because the Ravens still won. So I'm confused. And, and 18, minutes before, 18 minutes before the kickoff, also Dez was hugging the coaches, hugging the Cowboys players. And everyone was like, okay, so if he has it, how are you letting this game go on? Right, why not if, cancel the game? Well, exactly. Everyone came in contact with someone who had it, this, that, and the other. But then at the same time, I don't know if, like, the Ravens didn't want him to play against the Cowboys. Because even if, like, it's just also sus to me, but, like, the Ravens are testing him. Like, it's literally not possible for the Cowboys to have any part in this. Do you know what I mean? And it's not like some big conspiracy theory. Like, they were playing in Baltimore, too. It's not like some big conspiracy theory where, like, the Cowboys people, like, snuck into, like, a room in their, like, facility. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, they were in Baltimore. Like, there's no way the Cowboys did anything because the Cowboys aren't testing Des. The Ravens are. But why wouldn't the Ravens want to? It's very suspicious. Like, Des, out of all people, no way. I don't know. It just doesn't sit right with me. And then he tests negative back-to-back. And the first one was they retested him because he was inconclusive. Like, I don't know. That just... And if they had the option to give him two back-to-back tests after the game, I know they have rapid testing. So aren't they supposed to do 
like a second test if there's a positive like I don't there's just so many ways and he was all my thing is he was also in the locker room with his team he was all over coaches and players like hugging them like saying hi and it's just like if you really thought he was positive like you would have postponed it or something and then he has two negatives and it's also so it's frustrating because like when are they ever going to play each other again it's not like it's a divisional game you know what i mean like we never we don't play the ravens every year that really sucks yeah so that was very upsetting for myself (laughs) and des and everyone i'm glad the ravens won though but he should have been on the field a part of that that game that was the one game everyone was talking about first of all we had been talking about it since he we saw like you know, news circling around about him joining the practice squad. We were like, oh, my God, he's not going to be in the practice squad for long. He's going to join the active roster. They're going to play um, the Cowboys. Everyone's going to watch that game. So this has been something that people have been looking forward to for a while. Literally, and I think I actually, like, tweeted, I was like, literally half of the people watching this game were watching it because they wanted to see Des. Because, obviously, I'm a Cowboys fan no matter what, but, like, this season has been so dreadful. Like, genuinely, like, watching these games makes me nauseous. This was, like, one of the, like, I'm sick to my stomach. Like, I feel like flying out to Texas, going to the Cowboys, and being, like, like, sometimes I watch them, and I'm, like, I can literally play better defense, run this team better. Like, what? Literally, I cannot believe my eyes. But this was the one game I was actually looking forward to in weeks. Literally 18 minutes before... Des tweets, oh, I'm not this and that. Like, reports come out that he's not playing. I'm like, what the heck? Like, and I understand if he really did have it, but, like, he didn't. Right. Like, it was, it's, it, I don't know. It looks like a setup. It sounds like a setup. I don't know how, though. I think but... somebody's trying to set him up. You know that meme? <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's just, it's just odd to me. I don't really know, like, how else to put it. It Just something's not adding up. Does 2 plus 2 equals 11? Because it just doesn't add up in my head. I'm crying. Justice for Des Bryant. Genuinely, justice for Des Bryant. I've been tweeting that. When he got cut, I was like, justice for Des. Once again, because it's not fair. And it's not fair that it always happens. Okay, it doesn't always happen to him, but, like... It happens enough. It happens enough. Like, he deserves way more respect. He loves the game. He's a team player. Like, he really does, he's very misunderstood by some people, and a lot of people love him and do understand him, but yeah, justice for Des Bryant, because it's really, like, not right. Like, put some respect on that man's name. And other news in the basketball world, ESPN dropped their top 100 players, and all I have to say is, whoever made that list, you're entitled to your opinion, but it's wrong. It is very, very wrong. It's flawed. Take it back. Start over. I want a new list. Um, do you want to read off the top 10 and then? Right. Okay. I'll, I'll give the top 10. Um, okay. Number one, LeBron James. Number two, Anthony Davis. Number three, Giannis. Uh, help me out with the last name. Antetokounmpo. Yep. Number four, Luka Doncic. Number five, Kawhi Leonard. Number six, Kevin Durant. Um, number seven, 
Damian Lillard, number eight, Steph Curry, number nine, James Harden, and number 10, Nikola Jokic. So let me, first of all, Kawhi above KD, to me, sinister. Yanni's at number three, to me, is questionable. And I have other opinions as well. But it's it's about the list after after number ten. But we'll get into that. But but what do you think about this list? Okay, so real quick, one question for you: Where do you think Giannis and KD should have been placed on the list? Mm, okay, all right. Let me look at it again before. Or like higher, lower. KD should have been a lot higher. Mm-hmm. Kawhi, I Kawhi above KD, like that just doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah, Giannis, I would put him. Okay, um, because I'm looking at the list right now. So also remember, he was back-to-back MVP and Defensive Player of the Year. Yeah, but and he's playoff performance. Even though that that award does not include playoffs, so we always have to keep that in mind. That award does not include playoffs, but I still like. <sighs> also, it's also like it was the whole team. Like it wasn't just Giannis that did bad in the playoffs. That is that's true. why I think Giannis is fine there. And then that's why I think Giannis is fine there only because he is like the whole team. I would give him number six. Giannis? I would put him at six before I would put him at number three. What? Yeah. Oh no, honey. <laughs> Oh my god! I, mean, I knew you weren't gonna agree with me because you're a Not Yannis stan. Like, but also the KD one, I don't agree either. But I'll tell you why. At him below um, Kawhi and Luca. I know why he's there. I do. It's because he was injured, but that's not no. fair. But it's because the not even just an injury; it's the le- like the type of injury he had, where. People question if they're going to come back the same. But then they should have waited until, like, next season to see where he lands. If we're going, like, that's not fair. Yeah, that's but they really said they're not. Um, to put him at number six. That's very, very disrespectful. They said they're. If, if, if he's at number six, that's disrespectful. Yanni shouldn't be at number six. <laughs> Yanni's is literally, once LeBron goes, Yanni's is literally going to be the best in the league. No! I do not agree. I think it's Kevin Durant. Okay. <laughs> okay, I think Giannis has Giannis is going to be in the league way more than like has way more time left in the league. Also, KD, I have to tell you, it is the severity of the injury. And I used to look at injuries. Like when players would get injured, I used to look at them like, oh my God, like they'll just come back this and that. But recently... I did change my mind a little because, so in high school, I had surgery on both my knees and I like recovered. It took like a year though to fully recover when like, obviously I'm not a pro athlete, but this week I started physical therapy for my back and I was literally thinking to myself, like, I think back in high school when I got my knee surgeries, like I was still like, I was 15 years old. Like, you know what I mean? Like when you're 15, you really think you can do anything. So I recovered. I'm like, yeah, it wasn't that bad. But I'm at physical therapy for, like, my back. And I was just sitting there thinking, like, how do athletes do this? Because, like, I don't even have, like, a major injury. And, like, if I, like, 
had these back troubles and I was an athlete, I would literally be like, no, I can't play. And players probably played through worse. Do you know what I mean? Like, literally, if a player had my back, they'd be like, oh, no, my back's perfect. So I really did think about that. And, like, KD's injury was very severe that they don't even know if he's going to come back. So I don't think where he was placed is – I don't think it's bad at all, to be completely honest. And then Giannis carries his whole team. Like, literally carries the whole team. Imagine if you were to put Giannis on a different team with a little more support, and no one would be questioning it. But I think – Like, he's just so good. Like, if you look at his stats, it's not even funny. Like, And he improves every year. Giannis, every year since he's been in league, he's been improving. And then the KD thing, it's literally the injury because, like – they don't know if he's going to come back the same, which maybe they could have left him out. But the thing no, is... No, if they would have left him out, that, that just would have been... They can't do that. Um, if they left him out, they would have had to leave Steph Curry out too. And you well, yeah, no, because usually they leave injured players out who haven't played, but they made an exception this season because of the pandemic. They yeah. said this season, because usually they leave injured players out, but this season, you know, there's an exception. And I think if Steph Curry... What number is Steph Curry? Number eight. Yeah, you see, like, I think that's... I understand why him and Steph Curry are there. You know, like... Okay, you're, you're right. A joke. I see what you're saying. Like, it's just that he was... Cause, and then it would be kind of rude to put him above because, like, the man hasn't played in a year. And even though he is so good, it's like... He was out for a whole season, you know? Like, even if we don't agree with it, I understand it kind of thing. Okay. Points were made. So, I don't like... If we, if we took them out, like... Katie and Curry. Yeah. Still. Okay. Okay. Because I guess I was looking at Kawhi's position in reference to KD, and I did not like that. No, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, obviously, like, to some people might be like, how is Kawhi ahead of KD? But at the same time, you have to think of it like, Damian Lillard's also ahead of Steph Curry. Right. Right. But it's, you know what I mean? Like, people are saying that, but you just have to remember, like, these people are they haven't played in a year like that's all that's a long time no one knows obviously do we think KD's gonna come back and be himself even better yeah of course like obviously like we do he thinks that but you never know so I think it would also be a little rude to everyone else and yeah they usually don't even put people who missed the season on the list and they're in the top 10 I don't know as they should be in the top 10 but like I don't think it's so horrible but i know a lot of people aren't happy about it i went on twitter and i searched your names and i was like well yeah no one is happy with this list i don't know anybody that's happy with this list yeah i mean i'm the top 10 i'm not like i mean i'm pretty happy with it some other like there's some other questionable ones like throughout the list like you know Uh but they put guys they put Basically, what I'm talking about, they put Trey Young before Russell Westbrook. Yeah. Like, seven spots before. Yeah, Trey Young was number 29. Russell Westbrook was 36. Like, that is, like, questionable. And I feel like the top 10, if you made a top 10 and no one's questioning it or you don't get heat for it, did you really make a top 10 of anything? Do you know what I mean? Like, those are yeah, always going to be controversial. Where do we draw the line? <laughs> because... yeah. No, this top 10 isn't that controversial. I think, like... I think it's like you just have to understand where they're coming from. But then to put Trey Young before Russell Westbrook, that's disrespectful. Right. And then on top of that, they put Zion above the both of them. Zion was number 19. That that I'm that is 
Like that means he was in proximity to Jason Tatum. No, I'm literally speechless. They put him before Russell Westbrook. I don't get it. Like, okay, so he that means that means whoever made this list said that Zion is better than Trey Young, Kyrie Irving, Russell Westbrook, Carl Anthony Towns, Kemba Walker. I mean, the list goes on. Every player you just named is better than him right now. And this is, like, no hate to, like, Zion or anything, but he's still young. Also, what did we see from him last year? And, like, not, like, too much. Obviously, granted, like, COVID and he had left the bubble and things like that. But what did he do that warrants him to be that high on the list and to put him ahead of all the players you just mentioned? Like, I would take Kemba Walker over him. That's what I'm saying. And I actually was – um. I was on Clubhouse, like everybody is these days, that new app, and there was a conversation about um, Zion and the place that he holds in the league, and I'm just like, I do think that, don't get me wrong, I was on the, the Zion hype train, I really was, when he first entered the league, like he, he, he earned that hype, but I don't think that he is fully lived up to it and that is because of a lot of different circumstances however that doesn't mean that he deserves number 19 I really agree with you I I genuinely think I think we actually did touch on this um because with the like the draft and I think we were just talking about like Zion in general and we were talking about like the high school culture of basketball now is so big too that these players come out of high school as celebrities already you know Mm -hmm. they already have 300,000 followers on their social medias out of high school. So I think the hype for him was so big out of high school. And then obviously he's in college. The hype for him out of college was huge. You know, he made so many, like, there were so many memorable plays from Zion at Duke. Yeah. That he obviously had the hype coming out of college and high, like high school started him off. Then he came out of college. He had all this hype that I think we were all expecting this when he went to the NBA. Like, that's he was like the whole entire talk but I think after seeing his performance like I feel like numbers have to matter before hype now because like we've seen him play we know what he can do and this isn't any hate him he's still young one day he can literally be number one on this list but like right now like he just like I don't know why he's at 19 at all above all these other great players it it makes no sense to me if if I was one of the other players we named I would literally be mad i'd be like what the bleep <laughs> you know so like oh, i'm sorry what were you gonna say if you, you if you're russell westbrook right now how do you feel <laughs> if i was russell westbrook i would oh my god i'm not paying any mind to it because russell westbrook is living his best life out in dc i don't know if you guys have seen like his his instagram stories recently but <laughs> he is unbothered no I do and I think that's what makes him so much better but like oh my god I'm disrespected for him I don't know I'm feeling secondhand disrespect this list is horrible yeah I do think that's the problem yeah the list is bad I think the top 10 isn't too bad because I can't think of a player that isn't in the top 10 who's like oh why isn't he in the top 10 yeah of course everyone that that made the top 10 I'm not questioning why they made it I was just questioning their place but the other list, no, the, from ten and on, from eleven and on. Well, eleven's not bad. Twelve yeah. and on. All I know is, I feel like 
what the who one i want to know how they make this list genuinely i want reasoning and i think this is the issue with hype like hype culture it's like their name carries more weight than what they're actually doing yeah okay you know it's funny you say that because um i'm not sure where ben simmons landed on this list because like i don't know if i mentioned this already but um the list is like the full list is i haven't seen it like just in one one condensed place it's like scattered like all over the place it's weird Basically, they're trying to get money from you yeah. to see the whole list. They want and you to subscribe to see the, the list in full. So I don't know where Ben Simmons landed on that list. Because uh, I'm sure he made it. He had to have made that list. I just don't know where he is. However, Dwight Howard did go on record saying that Ben like is you know, on track to being the next LeBron. So, like, what are your thoughts on that? Because it just reminded me of that because you were just talking about like how someone's name can carry more weight than what they're actually doing. That's not negating what Ben Simmons does for the Sixers. However, I do believe that he is capable of more that he just hasn't tapped into yet. At least with the Sixers. I don't know. Do you think that like that comment could be kind of related to what you were saying about someone's name carrying more hype than, or do you think like he, I don't know. Um, it's just so okay with Ben. So, I just googled like his name on Twitter in top 100. He's number 44. That's not bad. Yeah, I'm gonna send you it on the thread. But, um, no, I don't agree with that statement at all. I do not think he's gonna be the next LeBron. That's what he said, right? The next LeBron. Yeah, he said the next LeBron. No, I'm sorry. I just don't think so. And honestly, I don't think anyone's going to be the next LeBron. Yeah. When I say, like, even my previous statement when I said once LeBron leaves, Giannis is going to be the next, like, going to be the best, I don't mean he's going to be the next LeBron. I just mean once Giannis, do you know what I mean? Like, once LeBron leaves, then it's going to be Giannis. But I don't mean he's going to replace LeBron. Like, ne- I never see, like, Ben Simmons being the next LeBron. Do you? No. <laughs> I'm crying. He was just like, I already know your answer. You don't. <laughs> really? like i don't know i feel like that was like a very bold statement i'm like genuinely like what has he done to like prove himself like i believe there's a there's a better argument let's say for someone like a yanis for example uh-huh. just because like do you know just by stats and i hate bringing up yanis because i am a bucks fan but like even if yanis left i would still be a bucks fan but like i'm just saying like that's the person that comes to mind yeah like no disrespect to Ben Simmons, like he can really be. I think he can be like a top player, but like I never see him. He is one of the best, but I just know like he could be so like, much he'll better. Never, like he could be so much better. Yeah, and then also it's like, when is he gonna? Everyone's like, oh, the potential, the the potential. I'm like I totally get it. I agree. Like it takes time to develop. But like how long is it gonna take for him to like tap into that? You know. I see. Okay, so like how. How long are we supposed to rest on, but he can be this. He has potential to do this. In the next few years, he can be this. If he just develops in this area, then he's going to do this. How long do we um, ride that out? Exactly. You can say the same for Carson. Like, how long are we supposed to be like, but but last season, 
and blah, 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 blah. it's like okay but that was before like let's look at what he's doing right now like why do we wait so long to no, make Jalen Hurts a starting quarterback I agree with you 1000 percent like I feel like the same thing like at the end of the seasons it's always like Ben Simmons has been in the gym he's practicing this he's practicing that like next season and the next season comes around and it's like what and this isn't only Ben Simmons like there's a lot of players that are like this mm-hmm. but and this is not dis- disrespect to him like he's still like he will be like I think he'll be like really really good like one of the best but like he won't be like LeBron because we would have seen like glimpses of it already yeah we, yeah and I think he is one of those people who has the name like oh he's Ben Simmons also, I am looking. Alonzo Ball was lower than Ben Simmons. Like, what do you think about that? I- <laughs> it's hard. I think, like, once you get past a certain number, it's all, like... It's relative, right? I mean? Yeah, like, I feel like once you get past a certain number and you're naming 100 people, like, it's all, like, oh, this, it's oh, It's very, that. very relative. Yeah, exactly. But I'm not mad at it. I'm not mad at Alonzo coming after Ben. Because I'm not knocking Ben. Like, Ben is a really good player. Like, it's just that because we're all aware that he can be better than where he is right now, that's where the the debates come in, you know? Yeah, it's – yeah, I feel like also with sports it's tricky because I don't know who's making these lists, but I think when, like, like sports fans are seeing it, like people like us and, like, I think, like, sports, like, you relate a lot of, like, emotion to it. You know what I mean? Like, if that's your player there, like, obviously you're going to be defensive and stuff. So I feel like sometimes people have to, like, separate, like, emotion from facts. That is true, but I feel like um, even if you know – okay, because we can argue you you are a Giannis fan. You think that he's the best. But looking at this list, you would never be, like – Giannis should be number one and LeBron should be number three. You would never exactly. say that. Like, you know logically that at least LeBron and AD, like, at least number one and number two, I don't think anybody would dispute that, even if yeah. your favorite player is Steph Curry or KD or Kyrie, anybody. Like, yeah. I'm never going to dispute LeBron is the best in the league. But also, I think me and you are a little more practical fans. Like, I really have noticed that. Like, when me and you talk, like, because we're, guys, mine and Chrissy's teams are literally against each other. <laughs> like, we're literally, I'm a Bucks fan. She's a 76ers fan. I'm a Cowboys fan. She's an Eagles fan. Do you know what I mean? And we literally have logical, practical conversations. Do you know? Yeah. A lot of the time, like, I can't do that with other Eagles fans. So, also, oh, this is a perfect example, actually. So, someone, I was, like, just searching on Twitter trying to, like, see any more of the list. Someone wanted to post their own list (laughs) because my top 100 after seeing ESPN's terrible takes. They had Trey Young at 16 and Ben Simmons at 17. Carl Anthony Towns at 18, and then they put Kemba Walker down to 26, <laughs> and Paul George at 28. Oh, wow. And and then number one was LeBron, KD, Curry, and then Giannis. And they put um, Jimmy, they put, they put KD at two. They put AD at six, and they put Jimmy Butler at 11. Like, it seems like that. Like, that's coming from, like, a sports fan. So that's why 
that was like the point I was trying to make is like no matter what in the sports world like no one's ever going to be happy right you're right yeah like and I think it's important for the players to realize too like these are literally people saying like just as much as like like for example Russell Westbrook he might like he he doesn't care but even if he did like if you go online, you see how many people don't agree with it, you know? So as Russell Westbrook, you can literally go on social media, search your name, and it would literally be a bunch of people disagreeing with his spot on the list uh-huh. and saying he should be, like, ranked, like, higher than he is, you know? Yeah. That's why I think sports is, like, tricky. It's all relative, and I think like you can't take too much to heart, but at the same time, it is hard. And I want to know who's making this list. Right. Still, whoever made this list, do better, <laughs> please. Do better next season. <laughs> Literally. Okay. You wanna we can jump into this coach. Oh gosh, yes. <laughs> Speaking of unhappy sports fans, I both me and Cass are unhappy with what we saw this morning. Um a youth football organization in Savannah, Georgia banned a coach for life who has since been identified as Gerald Williams after he was seen assaulting a player on camera now this is youth football the players are nine and under and when I watched the video the kids were coming off the field towards the sideline and as they were walking past the coach Williams singled out this one kid and he slaps him across the helmet so hard that the child stumbles in the other direction then the coach like angrily walks away he's visibly yelling Once he finishes on his rant talking about whatever, he walks back towards the group of kids and strikes that same child again. And this time the kid fell to the ground and he wasn't done there. So like the kid, you know, gets up because they have to keep playing the game. The coach is still yelling in his face and he starts shaking him up by the helmet and then shoves him off the field. Yeah. The video was horrifying. So, I saw that you had sent me um, a link, right? And it was like, oh, like, youth football coach. And I was like, oh, is this going to be, like, a nice story? And then I read it and I watched the video. Guys, I don't think you understand. Like, we could say it's bad, but, like, like, we're not even exaggerating one bit. Like, the player literally, like, did he, like, punch down my – I don't know what he did. This little – they're little kids. This boy looks so little. He, like – shoves him he like punches the helmet so hard like I've never even seen like someone do this with like a NFL player or like a high school player the kid is literally small oh my gosh the video got me so mad and Chrissy you did say like he came out and apologized what did he say oh okay so get this he goes at the end of the day I am a man And I'm not going to make no excuses for what I did. I was wrong. I shouldn't have disciplined him in public. I should have waited till he got back for doing what he did. There are a lot of things wrong with this apology. You saying Mm -hmm. I shouldn't have disciplined him in public tells me that you would have done the same things in private, which means you've been doing this in private. And it's probably worse. Exactly. And then saying I should have waited till he got back for doing what he did. Are you his father? Are you his guardian? I mean, literally, I do not know. You could, you could be, but this is wrong. It's it's little league. It's not that deep. And 
his his mom did come out and say that she didn't want to press charges against Williams and um I believe I saw that there was a statement about, you know, she didn't think that any of the coaches would ever like genuinely want to harm the children, but this is harmful. Like this is he I'm sure he embarrassed that child. It's you're tormenting him like mentally that, that that's like there's so many things wrong. Like the way that he was talking to him, you're getting in this kid's face. You're a grown man. You're someone that he's supposed to look up to, someone that he respects. You're an authoritative figure and you're talking to him as if he's your equal. And that's not the case. Also, like, what is this teaching the kid? Genuinely, I have to say, like, obviously it's his coach. Even if it was, like, what, like his father or whatever, you're going to be mad at him. What, did he fumble the ball? Did he not, like, do you know what I mean? Like, did he say what the kid even did? Because no matter what, playing football, um, at a nine and a not under nine. Yeah. So how old is the kid? Like, what? Like, that kid cannot do anything that he deserved that. Like, it just doesn't make sense. Like, the hit was so hard. He could have hurt him, number one. Number two, you're mad at him for what? What are you going to yell at him for? Oh, my God, you... You fumbled the ball. Here, I'm going to knock you out. Like, it doesn't make sense to me. It was so bad. I feel so bad for the kid. Like, if I was a kid, I would never want to go back there ever again. And it's like, honestly, I feel like sports growing up, like, when you're young, especially that young, they are supposed to be fun, you know? Understandably, they do get more competitive, like, once you get older. But I feel like when you have your young kid in sports, it's so they have a hobby to do, so, so they have fun. I feel like they're just taking it like that was way too serious. And then his apology was horrible. Was he basically said, um, I shouldn't have um done that to him in public. I should have waited in private to beat him. Like what? And that what? stuff like that can really traumatize a child and discourage him from ever wanting to be in sports like that again. Like you could have completely ruined his experience as a young football player. Because exactly. he wanted to be this big bad guy for what? No, it was horrifying. Like it makes no sense to me. No, like sports should never be taken that seriously. This, like, it's a little kid. And if that was my son and I saw that, <gasps> I'm oh running to the field and I'm fighting the coach. No question. Me and my husband, we're both fighting the coach oh, at that point. Are one thousand percent? It was horrifying. And then his explanation, I think, makes it a thousand times worse. The fact... I really had to sit and think about the parent and her saying she didn't want to press charges. There's a lot of layers. I mean, I'm assuming at this point. I'm sure she's familiar with the coach. I'm wondering if, like, because everyone disciplines their child differently. So, um, there's so many, there's so many things to think about. Like, does he do that with the other um, players? Like, have parents seen him act like this before? Are they okay with it? Like, is her not wanting to press charges because the coach is black? Um, the child was black as well. Is it that? Because I, we also had this conversation before um, on this podcast a few months ago 
about um, in the black community, taking the legal route is sometimes you try your best not to because you just don't want to see your your kind in the system if you can avoid it at all costs. So I'm thinking like maybe that played a role. Maybe she was just like, you know what? I can handle this. I'm not going to press charges. I won't put this on your record, whatever. There's a lot yeah, to think about, you know? I think it could be like a lot of different reasons. Like one, maybe she just doesn't want to have to go through that whole process because it's like one, you have to pay for lawyers Two, you have to, like, it's like a whole process. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it takes months. Like, it's not an easy thing to do. Two, her son, you know, like, he could have been like, no, mom, like, I still want to play. Like, don't yeah. do that, this and that. Three, she could have been scared to do it. Four, she could have just, like, not wanted to do it. Five, her parenting style might be a little, like, sh- like you just never know. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think it's difficult in this situation. But, like, after seeing that video, like, I don't know. Honestly, like, I probably wouldn't press charges. I don't know. It's just pressing charges is such a long process, but I probably would like report him because like, think about it. He's banned for life now. You know, Yeah. I would have honestly, I would have sent my husband over there, had my husband take care of him. And then like, you know what I mean? Like I would have taken care of him and then reported him. Yeah. Well, he's, he's definitely paying the price because Outside of being banned from that youth football organization, he lost his, like, actual job. So he used to work at the Chatham County Sheriff's Office in Georgia. He was a counselor in the detention center. He does not work there anymore. Um, his employer saw the video, and they said they don't condone that kind of behavior. It doesn't matter if the mom wanted to press charges or not. That is not a reflection of them. And he has since been fired. And I agree. That is embarrassing. Yeah, no, I totally agree with that. And that's what I'm saying. Like, sometimes, like... It like I think this played out. I think it would be different if like she reported it and then like nothing happened to him, you know? Yeah. Then I think it would be different, but I think, you know, he's banned. He lost his job. He his apology bothered me though. Like if I heard his apology, I would have been like, Oh, really? But I think it's just like a lot to think about. I feel like you literally you have to be in that position, you know? I am glad that um the organizations that he was involved with with took the measures that they did. You know, it's not like he's still coaching these kids or he still has his job at the sheriff's office and everyone's kind of zeroed in on the parents. Like, well, what are you going to do? You know, it's not so much pressure on her to take action because other people have and other people have condemned him, including her. Like, she, she's obviously not happy about, like, you know, what's, what's yeah. occurred, but... I'm just glad no, other I, people have taken action so it's not so much pressure on her to I totally agree cuz I feel like if you know he was still coaching or if he didn't lose his job then I feel like she would have a little more pressure but I feel like this is playing itself out you know like how it should be mm-hmm. So I don't think like anyone can say anything about her not pressing charges and also like it's just like once again like you don't know what she's thinking like you literally cannot speak on that until you're in that exact situation you know Yeah but it is crazy and it's horrifying and it's just like i hope other coaches aren't doing this because sports is supposed to be fun for young kids like bringing that into it like that's not okay thank you guys so much for tuning into episode 15 of did you catch that with cassie and chrissy 
Make sure you're subscribed to us on Spotify and that you're following us on Twitter and Instagram at DYCT Podcast. Again, that's DYCT Podcast, and you will hear from us next week.